praise the Lord. I'm very excited to be here and I really want to thank the lead pastor, Pastor Craig and Pastor Shenda Miller for Hello and welcome to the Horizon Church podcast. We exist to, to see lives transformed through Jesus and are located in the heart of Surrey, BC, Canada. To find out more, visit us at horizonchurch.ca. We hope this message blesses and inspires you. Ready to receive. He is willing to give. Are we ready to receive? I'm going to begin with a story. In fact, my story. So back home in Fiji, when I was only 16, I got married. And when I got married, I did not know Christ at that time. I was not a believer. As culture required at that time, my parents gave me a lot of gold jewelries. So I took the jewelries with me when I got married and I was working in a radio station. I had different shifts to do. I was an announcer in Fiji Broadcasting Corporation. So I had different shifts to do, early morning, daytime, evening, all shifts. So every time I left the house, these gold jewelries that I had, I would put it in their package, then put it inside a pillowcase, and then wrap the pillowcase and put it inside where I used to keep all my clothes, put it in the closet, lock the closet, and take the key with me. That's how I tried to keep my gold jewelry safe. And when I would come back in the afternoon, or whenever I would come back home, I'll take out all the gold jewelries, check each and every one of them that they were there, and then before I would go to bed, before I would go to sleep, I will take all the jewelries, put it back in the package, put it back in the pillowcase, and that pillowcase I would wrap and then put it inside my pillow and sleep on it. That's how I treasured these gold jewelries. That's how I kept my treasure safe in those days. And then as time passed, as situation and circumstances came in my marriage life, I then realized that no, 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 this gold was not my treasure. My treasure was my husband. So my special possession, my treasure, my special possession became my husband. And when my special possession became my husband, I became possessive. Now don't smile because I know wives can be possessive. I know husbands can be possessive too. We won't go into that today. That's not my topic today. But yes, I do want to let you know that when I realized that my identity, my security, my authority was, is, and will be Jesus Christ, at that point, this insecurity in me, this possessiveness in me about my special possession, my husband just got away. I was delivered from that. Anyhow, so after this special possession, this special treasure in my life being my husband, it came to be the house that my father built for me. My dad was a builder. So he built a beautiful house for me. House with tint glasses, chandelier lights, and you name it. I loved my house back in Fiji. But then when I came to Canada, that treasure that I treasured so much was left behind. 
when we came to Canada, my three beautiful children joined us. They, they are with us. They were with us. They will be with us. So as a family, my husband, my daughter Janice, my son Sarvesh, and my son Jonathan, we'd hold hands together. Every morning we will pray together. Every night before going to bed, we would hold hands again and pray together. So this is something I treasured. This was my special possession, a treasure that I really treasured, holding hands and praying with family together. We did this for years and years and years together. Then came a time when my daughter got married to Greg and she moved out of the house. And then Sarvesh, my second child, got engaged with Annie. No, 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 no. He didn't leave the house because he got engaged with Annie, but he had to move to Calgary to start practicing law from Calgary. So he is no longer living in our family home in Surrey. Jonathan is still with us. Even though now our whole family pray for each other, but that thing that I treasured so much, our whole family holding hands together and praying for each other, that treasure also has gone. Yes, we pray for each other, but holding hands together physically, that has gone. So when this COVID-19 came, prior to COVID-19, each and every one of us, we know, maybe our treasure was our work. Maybe our treasure was our financial status. Maybe even in the church, our ministry, certain things that we did in the ministry, that was our treasure. But when COVID-19 came, it gave a shift to the whole world. There came a shift to the entire world. So treasure that we have can change. Time, circumstances, and any other thing, and every other thing can change the treasure that we are treasuring right now. The special possession that we have, it can change. But today... I'm going to tell you about that treasure that God wants to reveal to you, that God wants to give to you, that treasure that is unchangeable, that treasure that does not change, but it changes us. We are changed. We are transformed. I'm going to talk about that treasure that God is willing and ready to give. Are you ready to receive? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the treasure that you have, God, and you want to give it to us, Lord God. And I pray today, Lord God, that you're going to open our eyes so that we may see. You're going to open our ears so that we may hear. You're going to open our hearts so that we may receive. I pray and I ask this in Jesus' mighty name. We are going to look at the scripture today. It's Isaiah 45 verse 3. Isaiah 45 verse 3, you can read whatever version of Bible you have right now with you, but I'm going to read from New King James Version. And New King James Version says, I will give you the treasure of darkness and hidden riches of secret places that you may know that I, the Lord who call you by your name, am God of Israel. I'm going to read it again. I will give you the treasure of darkness 
and hidden riches of secret places that you may know that I, the Lord who call you by your name, am the God of Israel. Before moving on, I just want to just take a few seconds and talk about when God says that the Lord who call you by your name. In ancient Eastern culture, if anybody called you by name, and you call that person by name, it meant that you had a deep relationship with each other. You knew each other. That's why you called each other by name. And you had that inner, that, 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 that relationship, that deep relationship between each other. And when God says that the Lord who called you by your name, that means he knows you. He has that, that thing in him that he knows Every being of you, he knows the very hair of your head. But do you know him? We're going to go into that a little bit later. But right now, when we read this scripture, Isaiah 45 verse 3, two things stand out. When God says he will give us the treasure of darkness and hidden riches of secret places, it means he wants to open our eyes to the things that are right now hidden, that are not seen yet. He wants to open our eyes to the things that are unseen and will not be claimed otherwise. How can we claim for things if we don't know that it exists? How can we claim for things that we don't even know about? We can only claim for things, we can only claim if we know about it. For example, in Philippians chapter 2 verse 13, it says that God is walking in us. He is giving us the desire to obey him. He is giving us the power to do his will. If we don't know this, how can we be assured and know that that almighty God himself is walking in us? That almighty God himself is giving us the desire to obey him. That almighty God himself is giving us the power to do his will. So God wants to open our eyes to the things that are unseen so that we can claim those things for our lives. And number two, where can we find these treasures? This hidden treasure, the treasure of darkness and riches hidden in secret places. Where can we find this? The good news is God is not hiding from us, but he is hiding for us. He's not hiding from us. He is hiding for us. God does not place his storehouse of treasure in open, obvious places. The Lord told us, do not throw your pearls in front of the swines. God operates in the same standard. We find the treasure by God's sovereign disclosure. We know God dwells in secret places, but to say treasure of darkness... God dwelling in dark places? Doesn't this contradict the scripture where it says that Jesus is saying that I am the light of the world? And when we read where it says that darkness flees when the light comes in. But listen to this. Bible describes another aspect of darkness. 
Exodus 20, 21, Moses drew near to the thick darkness where God was. Psalm 18:11 says, God made darkness his secret place. When Bible describes God enshrouded in darkness, it is beaconing people to enter into the deeper experience with him. There are times when we are able to grasp the rhyme that God wants to give to us in dark secret places, behind closed doors. When we go in our closet, then we are able to hear what God wants to speak to us. Many times the noise in the world stops us from listening to that silent voice of God who is speaking to us. Maybe God is speaking to you right now. Maybe he's showing you the rhyme right now. Maybe he's giving you the treasure that you are looking for right now. Praise God for that. He can even speak to you in your shower. Many times God has spoken to me when I was having my shower. He can speak to you anywhere and everywhere. He is omnipotent God. He is omnipresent God. He can be anywhere, everywhere at any given time. Moses received 10 commandments on top of Mount Sinai, which the Bible says was covered with thick, dark clouds. And then it was the secret place of Midian where Moses saw the burning bush and heard God's call to deliver Israel from Egyptian captivity. In the book of Acts chapter 16, when Paul and Silas were in the jail, they were thrown into the prison. They were beaten up, thrown into the prison. And at the middle of the night, they were singing and praising and worshiping and glorifying God. And the jailer standing at the door, he realized that these people had the treasure that he too wanted. So the jailer at that moment, in the middle of the night, midnight hour, he accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and his Savior. You may be going through some dark hours. You may be having some dark time going, going through it, whether be it within the relationship, be it with financial situation, be it with this COVID-19 or anything and everything. Maybe you are going through that darkest hour. God wants to visit you now. He wants to reveal that hidden treasure of the darkness to you now. Are you ready he is ready to give. Are you ready to receive? It was that dark, lonely hour when I received the greatest treasure of my life. It was 23rd of August, 1996, when the world seemed to come to an end, when all hope was gone from my life, when I thought that this was it, it was the end of my life. It is that dark hour of my life. Not only physical darkness was there, but me, myself, was going through this darkness when I encountered the light, when I encountered Jesus Christ, when I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior, and life has completely taken a turn. That was the hidden treasure that I re received, the greatest treasure. Time is not permitting me to talk how actually I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, maybe another time, but yes, during that dark hour, I received the greatest treasure. In the 1600s, there was a man named John Bunyan. When he got married, his wife brought him two, two books, not even Bible, two books in the dowry. 
as a dowry, he was given two books by, by his wife's family. This John Bunyan, in the 1600, lived in the 1600th century, 16th century, and God allowed him to go to the prison. He stayed in the prison for 12 years, and behind the bars, in the prison cell, he wrote one of the greatest books of human history. He wrote The Pilgrim Progress. And my dear brothers and sisters, if you are a believer and if you have not read this book, I highly recommend you to read this book, The Pilgrim Progress. So it was in his darkest hours, 12 years behind bars in the cell, that John Bunyan wrote one of the greatest books in human history. Of course, our Bible, the Bible is the book which is living. This is the greatest book. But I highly recommend you to uh, take a look at the Pilgrim Progress too. It is going to change your life. God's treasure aren't always so obvious. They are extracted from dark and secret places. Are you willing to go there? Ravi Zachariah, we all know his name. He has been preaching to many, 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 many people. But when he did not know Christ, when he was lying in the deathbed in a hospital in Delhi, India, there was a man from the Gideon Bible Society who went to his bedside while his mother was sitting with Ravi Zachariah. And he gave uh, Ravi Zachariah a Bible, a small Gideon's Bible. We all know small Gideon's Bible, it's only the New Testament. So he gave him that, uh, that Bible. And Ravi Zachariah flipped the pages. He read the scripture and this line hit him that says, because, who, because he lives, I will live tomorrow. And he said, God, if this is really true, and if I live, I'm not going to leave one stone unturned knowing you. And today, billions and billions of people came to know Christ through the ministry that Ravi Zachariah did. Ravi Zachariah has been called as uh, the greatest apologist of this century. He has gone to be with the Lord. But before he went to be with the Lord, he went to meet this Gideon's uh, uh, Bible Society member in the United States of America. That brother has also gone to be with the Lord. And when he met him, he said, thank you so much for bringing me that Bible. And because you gave me that Bible, I received Christ as my Lord and my Savior. And thank you so much. I know that you may have touched so many lives out there through the, through the ministry that God bestowed upon your life. And that Gideon Bible Society brother said, I don't even know his name. He said, my mission was accomplished. My purpose was um, accomplished by giving you that one Bible. So my brothers and sisters, it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter who you are. When you know Christ, it's not only about entering the gates of heaven. It's not only about having the eternal life in Jesus Christ. It's about having life, life in abundance. God has promised us life, life in abundance. Each one of us have different purpose to be fulfilled on this planet too. It's not that we have received Christ as our Lord and our Savior and then it's the end of, of the story that we're going to go end up in heaven and live with our Lord and our Savior for the rest of eternity. 
Your purpose on this earth is not fulfilled yet. You have a plan and a purpose in your life that God himself has ordained. And he is giving you the treasure of the darkness so that you can receive it and you can live the life, life in abundance that God has given you. Ravi Zachariah, the greatest apologist. I may not be like him. I cannot be him. Billy Graham, the greatest, greatest evangelist. I cannot be him. Pastor Craig and Pastor Shenda Miller, leading the Pacific Life Bible College, preparing leaders of tomorrow. They're preparing pastors for to, to be um, uh, installed in, in all over Canada, all the provinces of Canada, in all horizon churches, all over Canada. They're preparing pastors, leaders for that. And there are many other ministries that God has bestowed upon Pastor Craig and Pastor Shenda Miller, which they are faithfully doing, which they are faithfully doing. Thank God for that. I cannot be them. But definitely, surely, God loves me and you, same as he loves them. Whether it's Billy Graham, whether it's Ravi Zachariah, whether it's the pastor of your church, whether it's Pastor Craig, Pastor Shendamila, whether it's you, whether it's me, God loves us the same way. The Bible says, John 3, 16, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And God wants to give that life to you. God wants to give that, that abundance life to you. Are you ready? Are you ready? He's willing to give. Are you ready for that? First Peter chapter 2, verse 9 says that we are the special possession of God. We are the treasure of God. And if you do not know Christ, my friends, and you want that treasure from above, you want that treasure from God, this is the time. Don't leave it to tomorrow. Delaying is denial. Grab your blessing now. Grab it now. And the Bible says, and as, as, I, as I said today from Isaiah 43 verse 3, that he is ready to give us the treasure of the darkness of the secret places. Are we ready to receive? So my brothers and sisters, if you do not know Christ, I'm going to say a prayer and you can join me to receive Christ in your heart as your Lord and your Savior. And those of us who already know, I just want to encourage you that you can meet and you can dig deep and find the treasure that God has for you. Most of the treasures that you can find will be in the closet. Most of the treasures that you can find, you can find in the darkness. And sure enough, God is ready to give. Be ready to receive. Receive while you can. Let me pray now for all those of us who do not know Christ. If you are ready and willing and desire to receive that treasure that is unchangeable, that treasure that will not rot away, that treasure that no one can steal, that treasure that God wants to give to you, then you need to invite Christ. And through Christ in his name, you can receive it. Because the book of Colossians says that all things were in him, all things are through him and all things are for him. You were in him, you are through him, and you are for him. May the Lord bless you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. Lord Jesus Christ, I believe 
that you came on this earth for my past, present, and future sin. And you took my sins and you nailed it on the cross. It was not the nails that you held you on the cross, but it was your love for me that held you on the cross. You died for me, you resurrected on the third day, defeated Satan, and are giving me eternal life. I believe that you are the Son of God. And I receive you in my heart. I welcome you in my heart. In your precious name, in Jesus' mighty name. And Heavenly Father, I also pray for my brothers and sisters who know you, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that they will dig deep for the hidden treasures, Lord God, the treasures that of the dark that you want to give, Lord God. And Father God, I pray, Lord God, that help us to be ready to receive what you have for us. In Jesus' mighty and precious name I pray, amen. May the Lord bless you. We hope you enjoyed this message from Horizon Church. To find your next step, visit horizonfam.ca. Have a great week.